Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. We're still on the same coast, but we're uh, in different parts of the ocean, I guess, huh? (laughs) Yeah, I'm on. (coughs) (coughs) So, weed is legal in New Jersey now. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah, weed is legal. 421, weed became legal. There's 12 or 14 or 16 dispensaries. People lined up the night before to buy their legal weed. We want it because, A, we can tax it, and, B, when we have a drugged-up, inebriated, stupid society, (laughs) low-information voters, we can continue to do whatever we want as part of our globalist big plan. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people are posting online the fallacies and the truths about legal weed. So let's clear this up again one more time. Weed is illegal federally. It's legal in 18 states. So here's the deal. If you have a firearm, if you want to handle the firearm, if you shoot a firearm, you are a felon federally. Because the 4473 says, even if it's legal in the state you reside in, medicinal and recreational marijuana is still considered a hazardous drug or whatever it is, and it's a felony. So you can't do it. Now, I see people posting on social media with their real name. Ah, I've, I've had my FID card for the past 10 years, and I got my medicinal marijuana card, and I didn't get in prison. Because no one's linked the databases yet. <laughs> So you just did, you imbecile. <laughs> so the, the Horse's Ass Award yeah. is being awarded again. New Jersey's Attorney General, Matthew Plankin, who is now officially the dumbest Attorney General out of all 50, what's Obama say? All 54 states. Right. Uh, Attorney General Matthew Plankin. He issued a memo to police chiefs and agencies across the state of New Jersey the day before they legalized marijuana, saying that all cops in New Jersey can smoke weed off duty. What? Yeah. Yeah. So now cops normally, where I come from, cops have firearms, which means federally a cop can't smoke marijuana when they're on duty or off duty because they possess a firearm. So I guess because police are considered the first tier because they protect most of the first tier elites and stuff, maybe they're exempt from it. But I'm waiting to see how the federal government puts in on this. Yeah, how can it be exempt? I mean, how can a state attorney general... uh... (laughs) He can't. (laughs) He's dumb. God. He's dumb. He's... Did he graduate from law school? Uh, or? I don't know. You know he's a, a political appointee. Yeah, of course. So, of course, Murphy, in a press conference, he's open to banning off-duty New Jersey cops from consuming weed. Yes, it is illegal. Ugh. They can't smoke weed while they're... You know, you want to talk about class warfare here now? What message are we sending? Sandy, besides what Knappen says, there's going to be a massive donut, donut shortage in New Jersey now. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I asked, I asked Knappen for his official stance... That's the response I got back from him. (laughs) Thanks, Ev. Love you. Uh, Listen, so now what's going to happen is very smart lawyers. I get pulled over by a cop. 
and he evaluates me, and he says I was driving while intoxicated doing a failed sobriety test. I demand toxicology results for that police officer. Yeah. They find THC in his bloodstream, which stays in for 30 days. Yeah. I turn around and sue him, the police department state, and say that he was under the influence and his actions were definitely altered, et cetera, et cetera, and I get off. Yeah. The state, the money the state is going to make in lawsuits. Wow. Yeah. The money the state is going to make in lawsuits that, I, I mean, in taxes, they're going to lose in lawsuits. They don't care. Correct. So it's that's, not their money. It's our money. Co correct. Correct. So this is going to open the floodgates. This is going to open the floodgates for all kinds of lawsuits, people getting off the hook, uh, you know, being high or being drunk or whatever, and it's creating a class warfare. I can't believe how dumb we are. I, I just can't believe it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you need it medicinally, recreationally or whatever, it's fine. But now New Jersey is going to join one of 18 states where you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to have, you know, when you walk down the streets, all you're going to do is smell weed everywhere. Yeah, right. Uh, people are going to be high 24-7. I own a gun range, and you can't be high or drunk under the influence of anything in a gun range. But if you come in and smell like alcohol, we, we would tell you you couldn't shoot. If you come in and smell like weed now, you're committing a felony. Right. Okay? Prescription drugs is not a problem. Alcohol is not a, illegal, but you can't do it. Uh, so, but, but marijuana is illegal. So please don't post online that you have a marijuana card and you own guns. I don't know when yeah. the databases are going to link, but if you don't think this, that they're going to use this on us, they're going to use it against us. Any tool they can to take our gun rights away. If you think you're exempt because you're a vet, because you have post-traumatic stress disorder or something, forget it. Obviously, you see the only ones they've exempted so far is police officers. And how can they even exempt them? That, right to your point, how can, it possibly, how can they possibly exempt them under a federal law? They, they, they can't. Scenario, police officer gets off his 12-hour shift, goes home, smokes a big bong, and gets called in for emergency. Right. Does he say, I can't come in because I just, like, would it be the same if he drank three vodkas, three shots of vodka? Yeah. And say, I couldn't right. come in, but marijuana can't be detected. And now he puts one of his brothers or sisters in blue in danger, and he gets hurt, and they do a blood test, and they find a high level of THC in his blood. So what, what are the ramifications going to be for this? Shouldn't this be like train conductors and other jobs that, that are high risk or whatever? Shouldn't you not be able to? Uh, shouldn't you have to wait until you retire, you know, in, to, to, in, to do this stuff? I, I don't know. This is just the, the, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire and Sodom and Gomorrah. We just want to get to this point where we're just, you know, walking around in our robes and, uh, you know, drinking and having vomitoriums and no one building any infrastructure because we know the war on toxic masculinity. But, you know, we need plumbers and we need military personnel. But, you know, not right now. We don't need them. Well, you know, this is just a, a, another layer of the same um, strategy they had to Im import during the uh, Weimar Republic when the, when everything started melting down and you know, you had a bushel basket full of money to be able to go out and buy a loaf of bread. I don't, you know, I don't know how many of our listeners 
have been to the food store lately, but, mm. you know, there's certain things that you buy all the time that you kind of know the price of. Like, I don't usually know the price of anything, but there are certain things that, you know, we buy that we buy almost weekly that you kind of know the price of. And virtually all of those things have gone up 20%. 20%, not 8%, not... You know, the reported 7.5%, 20%. And, and Elon Musk says inflation is more like 30% based on supply chain stuff that he's yeah. been buying to build Teslas. Yes, he has to yes. raise the prices <clears throat> huge. Yep. It's about 30%. Yeah, because like we talked about last week, you've got this stuff that's in the pipeline still that has an 11% increase against it versus what we're seeing in the street, which is about 20%. So that's 30%. So that means that your dollar, and, and well, I don't know, mo- most people, I don't know if they understand what inflation really is. It doesn't mean that you're, you're, um, that, that things cost more money. It, it means that your money is worth less. So now your dollar is only worth 70 cents. And, and all your money in the bank, if you have any money in the bank, if you have any money in the wherever, stock market, under your mattress, wherever the hell it is, um, that's worth 30% less mm-hmm, than mm-hmm, it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet, you know, we're doing a hell of a job, uh, Dopey Joe says the other day. We're doing a hell of a You sure are, boy. You're doing a he hell of a job. He also says that uh, last night at the press conference, he said uh, uh, the average American doesn't understand all the good things they're doing because, you know, we're dumb. Oh, yeah, because we're absolutely stupid. Yeah, sure. So to circle back to the marijuana thing, I'm going to go on record that I uh, – this is the first uh, first or second time ever I agree with uh, Jersey City Mayor Stephen Fulop. What did he say? Jersey City police officers will be fired if they use marijuana even while off duty. Uh-huh. Mayor Stephen Fulop of Jersey okay. City said Wednesday morning. Well, he's an ex-cop, okay? right? Uh, Marine. He's not a cop. He uh. was a Marine. Um, because uh, Fulop made his declaration agreeing with the state's position on April 20th, the unofficial national day to celebrate all things marijuana, and he, he issued a directive to all 1,000 police officers that marijuana use will not be permitted as the city will pursue termination, okay? Uh, and I, I get it, get it. And, you know, he wrote, the fact that all officers recruits attest to the federal government um, – paperwork when they receive their firearms that they will not use any federal prohibited drugs including marijuana Phillips said in a tweet New Jersey's policies allow allowing law enforcement to smoke is an outlier nationally and one that will put our officers and community at risk with impaired judgment bravo yeah. bravo mayor yeah. yeah okay he said Phillips said that alcohol usage can be tracked through tests and timelines that they can uh, create clear protection between consumption and and duty he goes it would be irresponsible to allow officers to work with impaired judgment it will only take one blood test after a car crash or a discharge weapon where an officer tests positive for trust to erode yeah exactly okay right. He goes, I believe the entire state of New Jersey should pay close attention to the blatant disregard for the legislative process and the rule of law. Okay, that is the truth, Sandy. So the the attorney general in New Jersey is an asshole. Okay, yes, he is an ass because he, you know, again, he must be a pothead and, you know, he's a a progressive and, you know, he's one of the one percent on Twitter probably that has a blue check mark. So he comes out and he says this and, uh, you know. 
uh, again, it's going to be a huge problem with officers getting, uh, again, if I have a run-in with the police, the first thing I'm going to ask for is that the police officer have a blood test. Yeah, because right. if there's THC in the system, then I'm gonna it's gonna be grand. And you know, all of these criminal defense lawyers are gonna jump all over this. This <laughs> is gonna be this is gonna be the new normal. <laughs> it's a field day, okay? Because Absolutely. of one directive, which is illegal by the state's attorney general. Yeah, right. It's gonna cost us hundreds of millions of dollars. We, the taxpayers, that the money, the revenue they were gonna generate from the taxes from legal marijuana will be tenfold paid back by us in lawsuits. And more people getting out of prison. Uh, Which is hopefully why pretty soon I am not going to be a taxpayer of the state of New Jersey. God bless you. I wish. I can't. I love my range. I can't. Uh, no, so, you can't. So listen up. Of course, Murphy had a press conference this week, and he's rolling out gun control 3.0 uh, because criminals are committing crimes in record numbers. So, of course, cue up the uh, punishment against law-abiding citizens because that's how it works. And, uh, you know, there's a, a person who shot in my range. I've spoken with her and hung out with her a little bit here and there, uh, Dawn Fantasia, and she's a commissioner in uh, Sussex County. She's on the Board of Commissioners. They used to be called freeloader, freeholders, uh, but they changed the name because it was racist or something like that. And, you know, she must be uh, she must be listening to me or we're all like-minded people and everything. But the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to read her... Um, diatrade first and then the second thing is i'm going to um i'm going to go over some of this gun control uh 3.0 in my own uh opinion but this is from dawn fantasia sussex county board of commissioners she goes once again murphy uses a religious backdrop to pat himself and his cohorts on the back they did this in patterson at a church by the way right next to the range the governor actually referred to the liberal New Jersey legislators who were present as a cavalcade of stars. <laughs> That's how they look at themselves. They really do. They really do. Yes. So she wrote, first of all, stop glorifying politicians and acting as if they are some sort of celebrities. And instead, start doing your job serving and protecting the people of New Jersey from falling prey to illegal gun violence. Apparently, the last shred of good sense left in Trenton Democrats was voted out, okay? She goes, Murphy thinks that by enacting more restrictions for law-abiding gun owners, illegal guns used to commit crimes will magically disappear. Murphy turns a blind eye and leaves violence unchecked, yet tells me I don't have the right to defend myself and my family, yet enjoys armed security detail of his own when he is out and about. Murphy has already put roadblocks in the way of domestic violence victims and getting expedited CCW permits, even though a piece of paper doesn't stop an assailant at 2 a.m. Murphy thinks it's constitutionally permissible to impede gun ownership by charging increased discriminatory fees in order to legally obtain firearms. You know what might actually help curb gun violence? If prosecutors stop pleading down charges. Yeah. Okay. Why are these laws designed to directly reduce why are these laws designed to directly to reduce gun crimes not being used by officials? Why are New Jersey prosecutors pleading down charges including manslaughter, aggravated assault and attempted murder to unlawful possession to simply clear the docket? We talked about this all the time, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Because this is Murphy's Jersey. Where feel good laws laws like the unconstitutional ban on magazine capacity rule and the masses uh, buy it hook, line, and sinker instead of getting community guns off the street.
So people that criminals in New Jersey already adhere, so being that criminals in New Jersey already adhere to the strictest firearm laws in the nation, these new laws will surely force criminals to identify new legal crimes to commit after they make sure their legal gun purchases reported, registered with the state, and their ammunition of choice has been stamped to make it easier to trace. This is Dawn Fantasia. You all should support her and follow her because, you know, uh, she could be my sister. Um, in the fight because this is exactly what I say all the time. And he gets up there and he tells, oh, we got a cavalcade of, of stars here. And look at this, this is so Jose and this is John and this is Joanne. And they all pat each other on the back and they laugh and he's got those big friggin' jack-o'-lantern teeth sticking out. And just the way he looks with that slight build with his shoulders and his, oh my God, I wanna, anyway. <clears throat> Anyway, so let's talk a little bit. So what are we doing to lower crime gun control 3.0? It's Groundhog Day all over again, okay? Number one, provides that firearms ID card is valid for only four years. Requires training prior to issuance of firearms cards and handgun purchase permits. Revises procedures for passing of firearms to air or legalty. So you won't be able to just leave your guns to anybody anymore. Like in your will, the state is going to get involved and control that. And of course, a renew your firearms ID card every four years and require training prior to issuance. What kind of training? Right? We don't know what kind of training, but you know it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to knock a lot of people out and be discriminatory. The next one requires newly manufactured semi-automatic handguns to be micro-stamped. Guess what? There is no technology yet for micro-stamping. California has been playing with this right. forever. And then he wants to establish a handgun database, which is illegal under federal government and ATF rules. The government cannot maintain a database of guns. And how does this affect crime? Right. How does it affect crime? Right, exactly. How does it affect crime? Which is supposedly the purpose of all this. Yeah. So the next one, New Jersey Safe Storage of Firearms Act establishes certain requirements and penalties regarding firearm storage, repeals laws governing minors' access to firearms, uh, oh, excuse me, yeah, uh, requires the Attorney General, the moron Attorney General, to establish public awareness campaign regarding firearm storage, okay? Well, they want you to store your gun empty, empty and separate from the ammo and make it inaccessible uh, for you to get your firearm. So in, in a, if there's a someone breaks into your house or something. And again, how does this lower crime? The, the state is rampant with crime. Here's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. You're standing here, and to your right is a dumpster fire that's known as the state of New Jersey. To your left is this beautiful park with law-abiding citizens working their asses off paying their taxes, and Murphy is pointing at you that you are the problem, that we are the problem. Don't look over here at the fire. Rome is burning. Don't worry about that. Look yeah. over here. You are the problem. Right. So now the next one is require successful completion of firearms education program to obtain initial firearms ID card and permit to purchase a handgun. Listen, I own a, I own a range and I own a training facility, which is second to the Boy Scouts in purchasing training materials. It is a constitutional right to own a firearm. It is a privilege to drive a car. It is not a privilege to exercise my Second Amendment right. Although I encourage everyone, get training. Everyone, especially if you're going to carry a gun, get training. Oh, yeah. But 
to possess firearms should not be any type of mandatory test at all. And again, this is the change also. What they're going to say is before dad passes away and leaves his guns to his son. Well, now son is going to have to go through testing and paperwork is going to have to be filled out. You know, Murphy tried this. This is twice already. This will be the third time he's trying to push this over the line. And he may do it. And a supermajority in the Assembly and the Senate, they'll probably push it through and he'll sign it. And it will do absolutely nothing to lower crime in New Jersey, okay? You know, he has this at a Patterson church. Of course, he wants to ban 50 caliber firearms again. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, again, they talk about this stuff. And you know, it's funny, like, micro-stamping is not, it's not a thing yet, but every press conference they talk about micro-stamping, and the people applaud, like all the Dems in the audience, they applaud and everything. And... <laughs> It's bullshit. There is no such technology yet, but we're going to pass a law just like the smart gun thing. When smart guns become available, we're going to demand that smart guns are only with smart guns because smart guns, blah, 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 blah. It's all pomp. It's all bullshit. Meanwhile, crime is rampant in our state. They are constantly pleading stuff down. They're constantly dropping the gun stuff, uh, and they're giving them simple assault or whatever, catch and release, revolving door criminal justice system for equity. Meanwhile, what do we have in prisons? Chris Kent, chiropractic extraordinaire, United Nations, et cetera, et cetera, so, you know, in New Jersey, we have female and male prisoners together now because male prisoners identify as female, so they put them together. So guess what? Two female prisoners in New Jersey got pregnant having consensual sex with two trans or whatever male prisoners in the prison. So these kids now are going to be our tax liability uh, forever because they're consummated in the prison system. So that's our job, right, to make sure we we have to take care of them. And, you know, Murphy is like, you know, well, this was all created uh, with equity to treat transgender prisoners better, and, uh, you know, we're going to have to look into this. They're going to have to look into this, okay? You're putting the male... You know what? If I was going to prison, I'm going to identify as a female. I want to go into female prison. This would probably only about 10 percent of the general population will be able to take me in a fight. Right. Right. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Right. Yeah. And who knows? I might hook up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I mean, I got to think about what I, I got to think about self-preservation here. It's very true. <laughs> you know, you, you talk about crime in South Carolina. You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my luck. I'd be in the I'd be in the. Oh, uh, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> let's leave it there. You know, there was a shooting. In, there was a shooting in South Carolina, and fourteen people were injured, and like nine got shot. It was some some kind of gang thing that went on. And this is in South Carolina. the The main shooter, who had an illegal gun, the judge said a twenty five thousand dollar bond, put an ankle monitor on him, and, and sent him let home. him go out uh, to go back to work or do whatever yeah, do he whatever. does. Well, I don't know when if he he's, went to work, but. <laughs> When he's doing his thing, he gets to do his thing. Sure. Uh, yeah. On 2500 bucks that he probably put on the credit card. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, it's pretty interesting that, you know, you shoot that many people and you get to go back, walk out on the streets. Well, you know what the issue is in South Carolina? Uh, you know, and I'm studying, it's one of the states, uh, by the way. Anybody out there in South Carolina, let me know where, you, you know, what you're thinking about the state, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, but somewhere in the South, where should I move? 
we should take a poll. If you guys would write in, where should I move? Where should I go to your hometown? Why should you? You don't want me in your hometown, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what's going on in um, in South Carolina is a lot of the uh, people, the uh, the main, uh, let's say, uh, defense attorneys are. Um, Either in law firms or uh, and that sit on the judicial committee that appoint judges. So um, let's just say, and that's exactly who this guy used. He used a, a Democrat. I think he's a Democrat minority leader in South Carolina, and uh, this guy is head of the judicial committee that appoints the very judge who. Uh, gave him that kind of sentence. And it's not uncommon in South Carolina for that to happen. Um, and both Republican and Democrat, you know, they sit on these committees, they appoint the judges, and uh, all of their clients mm, get off kind of pretty light in their sentences. Interesting. And it's been known like that for years. I, I just, you know, I found out about it, you know, listening to one of the local talk show hosts uh, in Greenville, South Carolina. You know what was interesting also, too, you know, how we talked last week about, you know, just idiocy and, and you brought up about training that, yes, it is a it is a constitutional right for your ability to be able to protect yourself and own a firearm. Yep. However, and I'm going to put the however in there, if you are responsible and if you want to separate yourself from the dregs of society you best learn how to use that firearm and be responsible with a firearm. In Myrtle Beach last week, or I think it was this week, <clears throat> some imbecile visiting Myrtle Beach on one of the rides, you know, the haunted house ride or whatever it was, apparently some shitbag dropped a, a firearm, uh, might have been being chased or whatever, dropped the firearm on the floor of the... Uh, uh, of the of the ride or whatever, this imbecile picks it up, assumes it's part of the experience, <laughs> right, and um, starts firing away at the characters that are in there, you know, and actually hits some poor bitch <laughs> in the arm. Um, no way. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. You know, look, people. There can't be a couple of people more pro 2A than we have been doing for, and, and we've been proving for how many years now, Ant? 12. And, but 12 good Lord, years. I mean, there is a reason that Anthony started out in the training business before he owned the range. And, and I've known him, seems like forever. It is. And eternity. <clears throat> an eternity. Like hell. like hell. It's been like hell. And um, you really need to seek training. Do not go out and buy a firearm. And if you have gotten a firearm and you shoved it in your draw and you think that's going to be good enough to help protect you or your family or whatever, you're a fool. And mm -hmm. you're, you're no better than the imbecile who bent down and picked up that the gun and decided it was part of the experience. I mean... We need to separate ourselves. I hear every single day, listening to a lot of these local stations, there's there's a shooting every single day in 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 uh, most of like North Carolina, South Carolina, all the local stations, and and I just I shake my head. You know, typically it's probably shit 'em on shit 'em, as you as you would say, but um, 
I mean, there are some that are not, that are just absolute stupidity. Back in Chicago and in New York, you know, in the early 20s and 30s, when uh, when mafia members or gang members turned up dead, the police didn't even investigate it. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, whatever. But right. if an innocent bystander or a kid or a civilian did, or a politician or a cop, then they would go after it. But otherwise, they'd be like, yeah, we, don't have, we really don't have time for this. And that, that kind of happens in Jersey and New York, too, anyway. I mean, uh, to a certain extent, 100%. Yeah. I, uh, all right, so let me, let, me, let me give you, how much time do we have left? We have, uh, well, well, about a minute. Okay, I want to thank Al Alonzo for dropping the gift off for me, a belated birthday gift. It's a black and red sharp thing. <laughs> um, I can't really get into detail about it, but it's pretty damn cool. But this is how I found out about it. I, I get somebody gives me a package and says, a gold member dropped this off for you, belated birthday gift. Who was it? I don't know. A gold member. Great. Thank you. It's good. <laughs> I put it on my desk. A couple thousand? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're about 2,200 gold members. I put, uh, I put it on my desk. I open it up. I look at it. I said, whoa, this is really cool. It's black and red and everything. And, um, I put it on my desk, and I'm like, boy, I'd love to know who you know, gave it to me because it's nice to thank them. You know, yeah. It would be nice. And then like three days later, I get a text from Al Alonzo. <laughs> Did you get the birth belated birthday gift I gave you? And I'm like, what What gift? And he's like, the black and red knife. I'm like, ah, oh, thank you so much. Al, that's why I didn't thank you right away because like normally I get from the reception area, hey, Aunt, somebody called about something, but I forgot what his name was, and I didn't get his number, and he wants you to call him back. He says it's important. <laughs> Thank you. And he's only there till two o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, that that happens few and far between. But I like to joke about it all the time. But uh, yeah, this was uh, someone who normally doesn't field uh, customers, and they were doing me a favor. But the walk from the concierge to my office, they forgot everything <laughs> except that he was a, he was a he or identified it as a he he him and it was a gold member so but then when al texted me i was good he's like thank and al was like thank you i was worried you didn't get it you know which is which is a concern but but i appreciate it and it's really really cool and uh i was a little scared to play with it to be honest with you but now i know <laughs> that's pretty good yeah are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator, this year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun for Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the Shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, ship bags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin, they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the Shipbaggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. 
Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship bagerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship bagerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The ship bagerator is available only at Gun for Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Are we back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, let's do some. Uh, let's do some. Uh, housekeeping i actually Mar- did go to pee during the break so. good marty's v burger marty's v burger.com 20 percent off with gun for hire id pick up in new jersey at freaking vegans in prospect park on freaking fridays do it uh decoding firearms by john petrolino is available on amazon and at the gun for hire pro shop the gun lawyer podcast by evan knappen exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms i'm sure the next few shows will be about cannabis and firearms so uh support those who support you bookmark this page and share far and wide over 350 pro to a businesses products and services quarantinecrawl.com crime proof think like a criminal and beat them at their own game available amazon kindle as well as at gun for hire or crimeproofbook.com my doctor optimal health wellness nj optimal health wellness nj Dot com dr joe sambatero check it out concierge medical i had an issue two weeks ago thank you sandy thank you doc thank you hackensack medical center and everybody else i appreciate it lake island rifle and pistol club the president tony gallo my friend l-a-k-e-i-s.org they need support they need donations they need volunteers they need members and they have leagues and junior rifle leagues and everything sandy Zen Float Center nice. on 219 Park Ave, Scotch Plains. ZenFloatCenter.com. Ask for Sharon or Chris Decker. Tell them Gun for Hire sent you for the VIP treatment. The gun store at Gun for Hire will be open in a week or three, believe it or not. 2,200 square wow. foot multi-line dealer, ammo deals, buy, deals, buyers club, and everything. Yeah, the guys have been kicking ass. Uh, we're going to be open shortly. Matt will be doing a, a video. We're just waiting for one more thing, and we should be able to open up. Uh, so it's, uh, it's really, really cool. I'm very proud. My staff has been uh, killing it. Uh, Sandy, you got a bunch of emails. You got emails from Joe Pizzuto. You got... Um, Emails from George O. You got emails from Bob Ross, and you got emails from John McConnell. They We're want in trouble a, for now. They want to run a. Uh, they you said you volunteered that to do a show about uh, self preservation oh. and impending doom. So get cracking on it, Sandy. Okay, um, I'll work on it too. And uh, Sandy Joe Pizzuto says that a lot of times when I ask your opinion, you hesitate a lot. He wants you to stop hesitating, and he wants you to just dive right in of unadulterated Sandy. Hmm. 
Okay, he can't. There are certain things I wish I could say that I cannot. Yeah, Bob, John McConnell sent, Sandy, this week's radio show prep I sent you, John McConnell sent about 15 links of uh, stuff for preparing. So I'm going to start studying it, too. Um, This show, maybe it's something I'll do when I'm getting my knee replaced, hopefully May 9th. Maybe it's something I'll work on with Sandy uh, while I'm down for a little bit, and we'll do a special segment. Bob Ross, it's always great to hear from you. You know, uh, I don't hear from you that that often. My buddy Rennie, just finished your book, Work of Art, Brother. Thanks and stay safe. I appreciate it. George O. was just listening to uh, 569, and this question popped in my head. And forgive me if I'm pulling the cart before the horse with my question. Should SCOTUS rule in our favor with the Bruin case? Would this potentially set up lawsuits challenging New Jersey's guilty until proven innocent by way of exemption scheme? Uh, and he, yeah, this really is for Evan, Dan, or Scott, and I sent it to them. But but listen, uh, I got a, pretty much got the inside wire that, that Thomas is going to be writing the majority opinion for us. Uh, it's down to him or Amy Coney Barrett, and she's too junior to write such a huge opinion. So it looks like Thomas is going to write the majority. The opinion can come out any day now, by the way, with the Supreme Court. George, it's going to change everything, okay? New Jersey, between our... 2A Mines, the NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS. Everybody is on top of this 100%. Let me tell you something. When this ruling comes out, it's going to affect New York 100% from day one. But we're right behind it, brother. I mean, this this is going to change everything. And you are putting the cart before the horse. It's also like many people have reached out to me and like, oh, uh, I, I want to get my uh, apply for my carry. I want to get training. What am I going to need? We don't know yet. All right. I'd love to take your money and tell you to sign up for this class or whatever, but don't don't do that. Just just keep training, buying guns, going to the range, making your family safe, keeping your guns locked up, you know, uh, uh, away from unauthorized persons as well as minors. But it's coming. So listen to this, Sandy. What have I been saying all along? The Secret Service claims it has no records of who visits Biden at his two homes in Delaware. (laughs) What have I been saying all along? Yep. Right? That's why they do it. That's why he's there every weekend. He spent over 25% of his time almost every weekend at one of his two houses in Delaware, his mansion in Rehoboth and the other one in Wilmington. So um, Greenville, excuse me, Greenville, Delaware, his two mansions, one on the water, one in Delaware. So, yeah, so the Secret Service is supposed to keep records. We, the taxpayers, pay them to protect people and keep records for everything. So it's all part of the scam. They're not allowed to um, they're not allowed to uh, keep those records. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, I sent Sandy a funny video. Uh, I guess it's it's tragic, but it's not so funny. But you know, when you're committing a crime, a drug dealer rented an Airbnb in Florida, a house. He rented a whole house and he was running drug deals out of it in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, Javier Antonio Johnson. Well, he must have pissed people off because the Airbnb had cameras all over the place uh, taping into the cloud. And these three guys came to the front door, one with a gun, and they rang the doorbell. They came inside and they murdered the drug dealer and wrapped his body in a blanket and carried him out and it's all caught on camera that's for sure i showed it it was funny wasn't it it was pretty funny (laughs) Mm. they're tripping over each other trying to get the body out of the door yeah i mean uh, now they'll eventually they'll be caught but you know crime does not pay actually no especially when you've been videoed 
Exactly, exactly. You know, uh, somebody wanted me to put this in learning, but I, I didn't. Uh, but here's the, the, the dumbest attorney general in New Jersey actually made a good move. Um, Acting New Jersey Attorney General Matthew Plankin announced on Tuesday that a grand jury had declined to bring charges against the police sergeant who shot a man pointing an airsoft gun at him. Now, so Plankin is still the dumbest uh, AG ever because he had to follow the the, the um, grand jury's guidelines. But this 24-year-old soul, unfortunately, Timothy O'Shea, uh, he had a week-long psychiatric evaluation. Um, he, you know, had some mental problems and stuff. And his mother called the police because, you know, um, there was a situation with him, obviously, domestic or whatever. And he had an airsoft gun that looked like a 9mm Beretta. And it was, except for the orange tip, it looks identical. And the orange tip was removed from it. And when the police responded, this kid brandished the gun, pointed it at the cops. And a police officer shot him and unfortunately killed him. And uh, the grand jury cleared him. Finally, some good prevailing news there. That officer did not wake up that day wanting to kill somebody. Yeah. But this happens. And it's unfortunate, but a good decision there. Meanwhile, the mayor of New York, who has a 24-hour security detail, he is starting to concur that, uh, that you know progressive politics may have helped increase the crime increases in New York. Imagine that. Imagine that, this catch-and-release system. Nobody wants to go there anymore. Crime is up double in digits. Every metric in New New York, same as New Jersey. And uh, it's amazing uh, that uh, he's finally waking up to it. He won't do anything because he's he's back with Soros money, so there's nothing he will do. And, you know, speaking of hypocrites, you know, even uh, AOC, who— you know, wants to defund the police. She has a huge security detail because obviously her life is more important than ours and she's also a public figure. She will not get rid of her security detail, but she wants to defund the police and get rid of, you know, law-abiding citizens can't have, uh, you know, people, we can't have anybody protecting us, but but she can. I, I just love that duplicity. So, you know, Elon Musk came out and said that, uh, you know, the woke virus mind is killing this country. You know, Netflix just lost a ton of money. Well, actually, Netflix just found out all of their subscribers are using the same password. So. <laughs> but, you know, Netflix is unwatchable. They have a show out oh, now. Yeah, He's it's, having it's, a baby. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nuts. You know, no it, one's going no to watch too. this stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, on. Disney, well, Disney's going to lose their Reedy Creek development that's been around since 1968. Uh, they're, they're as they should. I mean, come on. This is a this is a company dedicated to entertaining children. No, now it's grooming children. Yeah, exactly right. So I always talk about Sodom and Gomorrah and the backwardsness and how the wokeness affects everybody. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. Victoria's Secret announced that they want teenage boys to shop at its stores, so they just introduced their first male ambassador. What, what? Yes. They want teenage boys. To, teenage boys have forever been shopping at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Paying for whatever their teenage girlfriends are buying. Uh, no. Now we're going to have uh, ambassadors. Great. We're going to have male ambassadors. Uh, oh, sure you know, right. because we that toxic masculinity, we have to murder it. Right. But that's like the funniest thing ever. And uh, <laughs> looks like Musk is going to buy Twitter. Um, he made a tender offer, and he's trying to circumvent the board. I think he's going to do it. I think it's uh, 
I think it's pretty damn cool uh, what he's doing. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a Twitter account again. Maybe someone who thinks like me would get verified again. But meanwhile, I'm on uh, Trump's uh, and uh, Devin Nunes's uh, Truth Social, which is which is okay for me. I- I'm I'm okay with that, uh, to be honest with you. But uh, so listen to this. Let's let's talk about you know if you haven't read my book uh, Crime Proof, Kenneth Armilio sent me the first thing, a video. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the malls in um, in New Jersey. A lot of crime, a lot of gang crime, drug dealing crime, and it's as well as the normal crime. And there was this one video where a jeep backed up. A jeep was driving, and a car was trying to back up, and somebody beeped a horn, and it was an altercation, and somebody got out of their car and approached the person in the jeep, and the person in the jeep, one quick short punch and knocked the person out, uh, and right on the ground. And then a gang of people came over and got involved, and they started stealing stuff from the victim or whatever, right in the mall parking lot, and uh, turned into a huge melee. And uh, it's interesting because... Uh, you know, you're responsible for your own safety, especially in a mall. I talk about this all the time. And, you know, there's this article in NorthJersey.com. Mall safety is the number one priority in North Jersey and how officials keep shoppers safe. This is bullshit. You are your own first responder. Okay, there is no way they can keep you safe unless everybody walks in, gets attached an armed guard the entire time you're shopping until you're in your car and off the mall property. Okay, they always say it was an isolated incident. It was this. It was that you are your own first responder, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that you're prepared. Make sure you're carrying whatever you can to defend yourself that is legal in the area that you're shopping. Go in, get your stuff, and get out whenever possible. Maybe don't go on a Friday or Saturday night when they turn into more of a clubby type thing. Maybe go to the mall in the morning. I, I don't know. Maybe don't even go to the mall. But, you know, read Crime Proof and, and get into it. It's not just mall shootings that happen. There's a, just a ton of other crime. And let's face it, when does law enforcement show up, Sandy? To take the freaking report. Absolutely. And I'm not blaming the cops, but how could the cops... A fire 500,000 square foot Garden State Plaza. How many cops would you need to protect that 24-7? Yeah, exactly. Right? What, 6,000? Yeah, right. Right, exactly. Maybe 6,000. It's massive. You know, then another one. A Philly man shot an armed intruder impersonating as a police officer. This came by way of Maj Ture, by the way. You know, a 25-year-old resident of Philadelphia had his door kicked in by two men impersonating police officers. But when they threatened to kill him as they zip-tied his hands, he realized something was afoot. And the resident, who had a license to carry, acted quickly to free his hands, pulling out his own gun. He shot at the nearest intruder who wore a fake police badge around his neck. I pulled out and shot right at him, and that's it, the 25-year-old told Fox News. Then he added that everyone who can legally own a gun ought to buy one, citing the surging crime in Philadelphia, which is on track to record five times as many instances of defensive gun uses year over year. Everybody who abides by the law should get one, this 24, 25-year-old hero said. So God bless him. Kudos to him. Hopefully he won't be charged, but, you know, we're dealing with— uh, we're dealing with Philadelphia, so where the criminals have more rights uh, than the law-abiding citizens. Yep. So we, ha- we have to be careful about that. So here's a sad one, Sandy. Um, New Jersey man arrested after alert- allegedly running over a woman numerous times in a road rage, in- road rage incident. Authorities said Vincent Jean drove over the unnamed woman after, he took f- after she took photos of his car when he attempted to flee following a fender bender. So these two had a fender bender, 
and they pulled over, and this woman stopped and got out of the car and took pictures because he was going to flee. This happened in Elizabeth, New Jersey. She was 20, she's a 23-year-old girl. They didn't release her, her identity yet, but this guy, uh, this guy, Jean, was 56 years old. When he saw her taking the pictures, he turned the car around, and he ran her over three times, Sandy. God. Unbelievable. Okay? Yeah, broke her back, severed all kinds of stuff. He's being charged with first-degree attempted murder, second-degree assault, uh, aggravated assault, third-degree aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and third-degree assault by auto. He's also charged with third-degree leaving the scene of a motor vehicle accident. So, listen, take pictures from the window. Stay in the car until the police come. People are crazy. Yeah. Get on the phone. Call 911 immediately. This poor woman, she's 23 years old. She's in critical condition. They're not sure if she's going to be paralyzed or not. You, share this stuff with your kids and your loved ones. You know, people go out and they have this innocent mindset. And, you know, you have a 23-year-old girl and she gets into a fender bender and now she's worried about insurance and whether her dad is going to get angry or her boyfriend or her friend, whatever it may be. So innocently, she gets out to take pictures. And what happens? She gets run over three mm. times by this nut job yeah. who, you know, and what is he going to do, Sandy? It's a road rage thing, right? If she lives, what's he going to get? Two years in prison? Right. Six months in prison? Yeah. Right. Whatever. It's, it's just, it just doesn't matter, you know? Uh, it just doesn't matter anymore. Uh, we, we, have no, uh, we have no juice anymore. The criminals have it all. And, you know, you're saying the pendulum swings both ways. I'm seeing what's happening with Disney right now. I'm seeing what happens with Netflix right now. I'm seeing what's happening with Twitter right now uh maybe we're starting to see a swing you see parents fighting back at these school board meetings now where they don't want their kids to be sexualized you know they say we shouldn't call them groomers these teachers these these mentally incapacitated teachers that are lacking somewhere that want to that want validity by talking about sex and and um, sexualization to these young kids right so let me ask you, what, what should we call them? If a stranger talked to your kids about different sexual persuasions and different sexual things, what would you call that stranger? Right? What would you call that stranger? Yeah, yeah. You would call him a pervert, right? Yeah. Right. You would call him a pedophile. Yeah. Imagine if your kid came home, Mommy, Uncle Joe was talking to me about anal sex and this and that. And that. Oh, but teachers are allowed to do it. Yeah. It's, it, is, it is literally crazy, but hopefully, you know, you're seeing parents running for school board meetings. You see people like Councilman uh, uh, Dawn Fantasia in Sussex County. You see people awakening and standing up. We need more parents to get involved uh, with their kids' education and, again, continue to run for uh, these offices of, like, zoning board, planning boards, schools, school boards, whatever it is you can mm -hmm. run, you know, local council seats, yep. uh, whatever it is, get Dog on catcher. the ballot. Yeah, get, get there. Get yeah. on the ballot and get your This is crazy. Especially this the school boards. That they, you know, and it's not just in, 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 in certain subjects. It, is, it has infiltrated even math subjects. You see some of the curriculum, and, and it's ridiculous. Um how they weave messages in, and you talk. We, you know, we talk about the pendulum going back and forth between the we and the me generations, and twenty twenty three is kind of predicted. I guess it's pretty rough um, estimate that twenty twenty three would be the zenith of the 
you know, of the we generation. And you're going to start, you usually a year or two before, you start to see the emergence of the other side, the heroes from the other side, if you will, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. who are, you know, being persecuted um, by, um, you know, by the, by the people in majority. Let's, yep. let's put it that way. Yep. And, you know, we're seeing that happen right now where, where they're being depersoned and, uh, you know, I haven't seen it. I don't think we've seen it as a society to such a degree because of the social media aspect and the Internet. Uh, we've never had this ability to be so communic- communicative with one another. And we've never had the ability to be either drawn to one another or separated from one another. And you see the, this bipolar thing that's happening right now where there, it's, it, it literally is two different Americas. Um, and unfortunately... You have... You know, I'm sorry. You know, well, unfortunately, we're, we've been victim to it for quite quite a long time, and I think people are just getting tired of it. Yes, all you see is the, the media and the left saying that we need censorship in order to have free speech. Yeah, right. You know, and we and need censorship to have free speech, and they're all for it. And that's, yes, and it's a doctrine because, it, again, it's coming from the left. It's, like I said, the, you know, we've talked about this for how many years? We, we, even we talked about it the year that it happened when Obama, um, in, in the dark of night during the summer uh, time, um, Congress approved the use of propaganda against American citizens since the first time since the uh, Woodrow Wilson FDR administrations. Um, and... Yep. Of course, he doesn't want it overturned, and the and and the crap that he calls misinformation and disinformation is actually the truth, and you, you have it, it's criminal, and you know we go into it from every aspect. You, you've heard me rail about it pr- privately um, of what's happening happening in the scientific and medical communities, and I don't understand what the purpose of it is. Uh, when you know a big pharma and big tech and big um, uh, a big media or whatever you want to call it centralized media uh, legacy media has all joined forces with governmental organizations to perpetrate um, lies uh, and 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 uh, <laughs> you know to 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 the degree that. I don't know. We're going to be suffering from that standpoint, from a public health standpoint, for many, many decades uh, because of it, because of the mismanagement and, mis- and misuse of, of power. Um, Look at I, now. A federal judge overturned the mask mandate for travel, and the, the Obama administration, a.k.a. Joe Biden, they're appealing it. Yeah. Yeah, of course they're going to appeal. Let people based, wear a mask if they want and right. not wear a mask if they don't want. Based on what science? I mean, and, and, and it boils down to, at this point, a, a forced fashion statement uh, because there is no scientific basis. And it's come over and over and over and over again. And anybody with any sense understands this. I mean, from, from, a, from a scientific standpoint, I'm not talking about the average public. The, the average person... Yeah, they're, they're out there working, trying to make a living, trying to overcome the 20% inflation rate that's going on right now, just trying to feed their kids, live their life peacefully, and, um, and, and do what's right. 
And, uh, but the scientific community understands what is right and what is fantasy. And uh, we've been operating in, a, in an alternate universe for the past two years. And um, that's about all I can really comment on it. I mean, do your own research um, and, and ask questions. Questions are good. Ask questions. Question everything. Anthony and I have done nothing for the past 12 plus years other than chime in on every aspect of that same statement. Ask questions. Question everything. You know, uh, there was a scientist, I used air quotes, on CNN. Say, he was holding a half full of masks and he was wearing a mask. And he goes, you can try this since uh, this judge overturned the mask mandate for travel. When you're on a plane, say to the person seating next to you that's not wearing a mask, hey, I know this may sound crazy, but I have a mom at home who's immune compromised. So would you be so kind as to wear one of these masks for me while we're flying sitting next to each other? How do you think that's going to work? Well, you know, I mean, you're perfectly in your right to ask. But I what do you think the response is going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Some people will comply <laughs> out of just pressure. I just I don't understand what what and you see to me from from the standpoint from a from a pure health education standpoint, um, the damage that's done through People believing that 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 something like that will help them avoid, and like I said, they're 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 doing it out of the goodness of their heart, and and they're doing it based on information that they believe is coming from a trusted source, uh, and. When that information is deliberately being manipulated, I don't know if it's deliberate. I don't know if it's accidental. I can't. I can't. I can't really make a judgment call on that. I'm just. All I'm saying is that you really need to question everything and mm-hmm. and do the things that are right. Um, and I'm talking here now to 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 the medical profession because I know we have a tremendous number of healthcare practitioners and and and, and doctors and nurses and and paramedics and and whatever. Um, ask questions. Yep. Question ourselves. Question even the very thing that you genuflect to. Genuflect. I love that word. You know, I mean, I mean the thing that you venerate. Question that. We have to, as scientists, question every conclusion that we hold near and dear. Constantly. That yeah. is true science. I agree. I agree. You're you're a very smart fella. I'm I'm off my soapbox now. I'm sorry. You are. It didn't sound like it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we uh, yeah. So I wouldn't really ask somebody to wear a mask. Also, uh, pro tip: if you're sitting behind Mike Tyson <laughs> on a jet, <laughs> you should not harass him. Yeah, pro- probably not. Did you see the video? No, I did not. <laughs> This guy had a friend across the aisle harass. He filmed it while he harassed Mike Tyson uh, the whole like flight. And then when they landed, Tyson got up and turned around and wailed into him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there's few people in this world I wouldn't poke. Yeah. And he's yeah. one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. Because not only is he like the champ forever. He's, even but he's, he's got a screw loose. Old, yeah. He's just, you know, he's off a little bit, which is like, like I would probably could hang with him. 
Yeah, you, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I could hang with him because you know when I when I say maybe we should do this, he's like all in and vice versa. Yeah, but he, you know, he's a few like degrees off top dead center. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's there's no there's no delay. You no, know, no. later on we yeah. might be saying, "Damn, we uh, probably shit, shouldn't I probably have shouldn't have done that." that. Yeah, but, but you're dumb. You're you're. I mean, the guy has an edible. THC edibles, gummy cannabis edibles, Tyson. Yeah. They're a, an ear with a bite out of it. <laughs> you know, goofing on Ovander Holyfield. Mike Tyson's gummies. Look them up. It's legit thing. I mean, the guy is crazy. <laughs> you, you, you really don't want to push on the no. back of the seat and stuff. You, you so probably don't. Hopefully no. he doesn't get charged or anything because, you know, he has a criminal record and they'll use this against him and yeah. the whole bit. But, you know, everybody has now, their you boiling got your breaking point. point. That's right. Yeah. There's only so much you can poke, yeah. the, poke the bear. I mean, he was, he was very considerate. He waited until the plane landed. That's true. Yeah, he didn't want to start an incident in the air. Well, yeah, because it would have got misdirected, oh God, and everybody. Yeah, yeah. He waited till the plane landed. The jetway pulled up, and then he turned around and he, you know, he punched him a couple of times. So, um, and well deserved, I must and, and say. Only needed to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other thing is, like, I got punched by Mike Tyson is not a bad badge to wear. Yeah, that's true. If you survive, if it. you survive it, yeah. If you survive it, it's pretty cool. Hey, you the guy that took the punch from Mike Tyson? I am indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a drool uh, bucket? <laughs> so crazy. So crazy. Oh, my God. We got to wind it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, uh, classes, classes, classes. The gun store will be opening up soon. If you go to the range to shoot, just ask for a tour, please, Okay. Chuck and Luann are coming to start instructor classes. Get in on it. We just had our first long-range uh, shooting class. The next one is June 17th and 18th. Get into it. Utah, Florida, CCW, at Gun for Hire, and at Cherry Ridge Range up in Vernon. We have holster draw, stop the bleed, drawing from concealment. The next Atenzia pen and knife class is 529. CPR, AED, hemorrhage control. And, of course, on June 9th, Tony Simon is back with the second is for everyone. I am done, ladies and gentlemen. Love you all and peace out. Love you all. And where should I move? Let us know. Uh, talk back at Duluth. Uh, Duluth. <laughs> talk back and come for our radio. We want to hear your opinions of what small town I should move to somewhere, preferably warmer than New Jersey. Well, it looks like we've done it again. We've wasted yet another perfectly good hour of yours listening to Gun for Hire Radio. <laughs> Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer Anthony Calandro, author of Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game, on sale right now at the range, uh, uh, signed maybe when he gets back, but uh, available everywhere else. Um, still got supplies, yeah? That's yes, tons of books. All right, no supply chain shortage here. No supply Let's chain shortage because they're made in America. Yes. Well, we love you guys, uh, and God willing, Jesus carries in the batteries. Hold out. We will see you again next week. From sea to the shine.